bird, it's a jam. Yeah, ready. Oh, this is a job. This is a job. This is a job. Oh, they thought you took me there this morning. This is a job. We're waging war. Oh my god, this is this is fabulous, fabulous, fabulous song right here. Uh, this glorious Sunday, but a lot of great songs coming out. You know, maybe there's just gonna be a day where we're gonna just have our our own medley gospel jam. You know, <laughs> with we'll, we'll, we'll just keep the the preaching till about twenty thirty minutes each take calls. I just jam all through and just worship. You know, we normally have those days like this, but welcome. It's such a great time with impact uh, with refine a wonderful Sunday morning. And we've been on a journey, and that's why you should go out there to at Roof of the Fire, R-U-F-F-Y-D-F-I-R-E, uh, and uh, just get the links to the great insights, you know. Uh, we, we put out there, and it's just amazing words, amazing words. We've been on a journey on a mindset change. And you see, I keep saying that a mindset change is the way to go. Something happened to me yesterday, and I'm going to put a disclaimer here. Fadari Adelowo threatened my life because on a platform I called for unity of this country. And he was part of those agitating for a sectional state. I mean, I don't have businesses with agitation. We can disagree in a national space. But when it gets to the fact that somebody is threatening someone's life, telling me to watch my back, and youths are angry with me, then you know we've lost the essence of national discourse. And that's why I keep talking about the mindset. All of our problems will be solved the day we start to shift our mindset from hatred to love. We can complain about leadership all through. But if an average Nigerian man doesn't change his mindset towards positivity, you'll be worse than the leaders you complain about. And that's why we see it in our national life now. One minute people are saying, oh, I will do what is right. The next minute, you give them that same position, they're the ones stealing and looting. The Bible talks about, says that a man that is diligent in his doing will sit with kings. He will not sit with ordinary men. A lot of people don't have a diligent mind, but they want to sit with kings. The question is, what is the state of play of your mind? I keep talking, last week I talked about changing your mental geolocation. Now I'm talking about mindsets. That should tell you beyond reasonable doubt that your mind is your life. When you really evaluate your life, the person you think is your problem is not really your problem. Maybe just probably it's your mindsets. And what are those mindsets that demonizes us? An entitlement mindset is one. Eh, My father didn't send me to school. That's why I didn't become anybody in life. That's a mindset of excuse. I know your father is supposed to send you to school. 
But at the same time, if he didn't send you to school, it's not that your life should have a pause there. What did you do about it? Because you see, 85% of the things that happen to us in life are the things we decide will happen. 85%. I challenge you to challenge me that the place of destiny might just only take 15%. 85% of the things that happen to you in life is how you can shape in your mind and believe in possibilities. Not everybody will be born with wealth, but some people would achieve wealth because of their mindsets. Some people would achieve wealth while some people are complaining. Some people's background will put their back to the ground while some people will rise up for that background. And you see, it's not an incident in your life that matters. It is how you come back from your mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. So if you think because of the mistake of your past, you can't come back again, you are lying to yourself. Rise up from that mistake. Understand where you've gone wrong and change your mindset for the future. This same Bonner boy we are celebrating today about two, three years ago, something happened. He had a fight with somebody. There were allegations leveled against that he sent some talks to go and beat a certain man called Mr. 2K up. A lot of people then predicted that's the end of Bonaboy's career. What did he do? He understood his mistake, apologized, then went back and focused on his music. Today, he has achieved something so high like the Grammys. But if he allowed his life to be characterized by that mistake at that point in time, or that incident, he will never get to where he is today. Today, is at the top echelon of music because he fixed an incident and he moved on. I keep saying this thing. A lot of you are still living in what happened in 1993. A man broke your heart in 93. So because of that, men has come. Uh, you see, in the presence of saying men has come, even Angel Gabriel will pass you by. You still say men has come. The question is, can you take lessons from what it is? Can you take lessons and move on? And stop fighting people that might not share your view because plurality is the hallmark of life. Do you know how many people that have told me that I can't make it in life? Should I tell you my story? Do you know how many people that told me that I can't make it? The same people that told me I can never make it in life. They are part of people I'm giving money today. They are begging me money and I'm giving them.
There were people in my life that they told me that eh, it's only on your boy I know how to speak. It's only English. Those people are begging me for money and I'm giving them. In fact, I'm quicker to give them than anything. So did it determine my destiny because somebody said I can't make it? It is what God said that is final about my life. You can see anything you want from today to tomorrow. That's your cup of tea. I'm less concerned. But a lot of people are still holding. And the reason why I didn't make it was because my first boss, where I work in the office, said I'm good for nothing. Your first boss is not your God. And because he sacked me, that's why I can't make it. And he sacked you. He said you should leave his job alone. He didn't say you should leave the world. Then you move on. There was a top banker in this country, I will not mention his name, that his first boss too sacked him. And he cried so much and he said, no, I will never be left behind again. That is boss that sacked him. That man today is one of the biggest bankers in Nigeria. That is boss that sacks him, follows him everywhere. And asked Papa Mentor. And I see both of them together. And I say, I know why that banker is a big man. Because he has a forgiving spirit. That man follows him everywhere. This big banker, he goes all over African country, blessing people. The man that sacked him at a certain bank. A lot of people have known the story. He still carries that man today. So will he say because the man sacked him then? In the bank, his life ended there. Somebody sacked him from the bank. He too decided to own his own bank. And today his bank is times three of the person that sacked him. The person that sacked him in the bank, the bank doesn't even exist again. All of this funny thinking. Uh, because they are not like us. We will fight them. We will disunite the country. The country will go up in flames. Isn't it time for us to change our mentality? I know there's injustice. I've not come here to tell you that everything has been perfect. But it is still the same Yorubas that say, Uri Pipek in Shogun for. You don't cut off the head because you're having a headache. There are cases of injustice, yes. A lot of people are hurt, yes. But what's the best solution? If I tell you the things I've faced in my life, people I look up to have disappointed me. If you want to hear the things I've heard, if some of you have heard the things I've heard in my life, then you will not be here sitting every morning. The things I've heard from people, and what is it? Is it about him alone? And what's he feeling like? He feels like he knows a lot of things. Eh? Stupid people, mali, jati jati. I've heard all those words. But you see, the focus 
of making people's life better that's the mandate god has given to me it's more important than what any man says man will talk let them say i keep telling the story there used to be a woman that cooked really very good food in my village very good food her food was so sweet the next thing people started talking they say eh, she's putting medicine juju inside food that's why it's sweet that's why everybody's patronizing her they say she's uh, adding extra african juju inside the meat that's why it's sweet they talk 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 guess what the woman did when she heard them the only reply she gave them was to change the name of my restaurant to let them see And did this stop her from growing? No. Yours is to focus on where you are going. In fact, the hallmark and the representation of the fact that you are doing well is when people start to say you are doing jazz. So let them say. But you that you are busy castigating another person how about you work on developing yourself? Because your life rests in your hands. Your life rests in your hands. As long as you have Jesus, you are a success. That's how the Bible says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made them free from the law of sin and death. So, rather than sitting down to castigate people, how about you focus on your focus? The problem is a lot of people don't focus on their own problems. The mindset is a problem. They have not changed their mental location and see, you can never be bigger than the disposition of your mindsets. Increasingly, if you think Nigeria cannot work for you, it will not work for you. But is it working for some other people? Yes. Do the people it's working for, do they know somebody in government? No. There are a lot of people that are doing legitimate, clean businesses in this country and it's working for them. The consideration is, like the Yorubas will say, he that doesn't know how his friends are doing it will just run a rat race till he dies. But the first step is to celebrate people that do well. And I don't know how people try to pull other people down that do well. For me, when I see somebody succeeding around me, it's a reminder that God is in the neighborhood. Can I get a witness? It's a reminder that God has visited my neighborhood to bless people. So I get excited. Because the Yoruba says, it is one step at a time that liftings and raisins come in life. So once it happens to people around you, it will happen to you. There's a way it says, So definitely I have a feeling that it's coming to me too. 
So when I see people succeed around me, I said, oh God, is an indication you are doing good around me. How can I tap? And that's why when people call me for housewarming, I make it as mandatory to give them gifts, to tap into the blessing, to celebrate with them. Even if I can't attend, even if I'm busy or something, I say, okay, you know what, my brother, even if it's to buy water dispenser, take this. Even if it's to buy this, take this. Because good attracts good. And not everybody in Nigeria is a thief. You know, there's a mindset like that, that people just have that. Once they see people succeeding in Nigeria, they think they are thieves. It's not everybody that is succeeding in this country that are thieves. So you need to change your mindset. The reason why you have not made it is because you think everybody that has made it is a thief. That's another pressure point on your mindset. You need to change. You see, I'm going to put this powerful message on my Twitter. At Rufidifire, R-U-F-F-Y-D-F-I-R-E. You need to change your mindsets. Not everybody is a thief. Not every woman that is successful is sleeping with men. That's another very bad mindset. You see a successful woman, you say she's sleeping with a man. Are you telling me that there are women that can't come up with innovation? How many men had a car in this country when uh, Fela's mother was driving a car? How many men? So was Fela's mother sleeping around? You see the dirtiness of the mindset of a lot of people. And that's why sometimes I, words fail me to, to talk about the mindset. I all I can just say it, it has it has gone through a stage of a coinage of mine called decpetaration. Your mindset is decpetering, it's it's an acute state of decay. If Fela's mother, powerful was the first woman to drive a car in this country. I'm sure she had a car more than before most men in Nigeria. So you see that she was sleeping around before she could get a car. There are some mindsets that are so colonial and barbaric that some people today don't believe that a woman should own a car. I have heard somebody tell a woman, ah, you are looking for a husband, you have a car. You'll just be chasing away people from you. Because no man wants to marry a woman with a car. Because they'll say she's high class. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the mindset people are having in this country? Can you imagine that dirty mindset? I had a friend I was driving an SUV. And he said, ah, man, we not come near you. You better go and be driving. Even if you're going to have a car, have small Corolla. Don't drive Jeep. Because men will think you are high class. They will not be able to approach you. A man that can't walk up to a woman and woo her, despite the fact that she drives an SUV, doesn't deserve that woman. Let's call it speed is speed. The problem of Nigeria is dirty mindsets. Like Chinua Achebe says, the problem of Aliyah's leadership, what breeds the leadership is dirty mindsets of the leadership and the followers. God gave me a mandate of nation building. 
there are a lot of things I'm preaching today that is 20 years to this time you will understand it. But please, I beg you, keep the tape so that it will be on record that there was a voice. And by that time, I will still be speaking by the grace of God. But you'll be able to say, when you track the track record of Rufai, you say, Rufai said this in 2021. And in 2043, he's still saying this. A lot of you will not get it now. But if you get it now, your life will be a whole lot better. What kind of barbaric mindsets? You are telling a woman she can't drive an SUV. She can't buy a car with her own money because... Men that are just starting up their life eh, will feel intimidated. If a man feels intimidated, then the man is a mamouche. Eh, change your location. Change your location. Eh? Huh. The guy is staying in, in mainland, in Ikeja, in Ogba. He's not even in Ogba. He's in Ikeja. He's not even in Ikeja. He's in Ogba. He's staying. And you are staying in Lucky Phase 1. Ah, you are paying rent over 3.5 million. Don't you know you are intimidating the man? Ah, you better change your location and go and live somewhere like Yanopaja. That's what people tell each other in this country. So that he, he will know you are on his level. If he can upgrade and be inspired to work harder. They were men that when their, when their women met them, they were nothing. But they upgraded themselves. And so I'd be weary the kind of people that speak into your life. Ah, he's staying in Nogba. Instead of you to go and stay in Yanopaja. This, you leave this village alone. No? You will not see you will not see a responsible man. No? Eh? Ha! You are paying rent. 3.5 million. Eh? Ha! <laughs> he, he will not talk to you. He will not want to visit you. We'll take a quick break. <laughs> 